In this video, we're going to take a look at the web services paradigm from the perspective of web service developers. We'll also examine some of the factors that influence successful developments. Crucial to these developments are the goals of interoperability, reuse and secure message exchange, all of which are underpinned by open standards. When considering the design of web services, it's important to distinguish between those built for internal use only and those built to support business partnerships. You can think of web services as effectively two types of, um, of web services, two categories, uh, on the outside and on the inside. Web services on the inside is about integration, is about um, you know, being optimum, is about optimizing your process, how you go about things, which is all about reducing cost. Web service on the outside is about collaboration, is about dealing with, uh, with partners, is about um, B2B, business to business. So it's about increasing your market share. So web services, if, if people think of web services in those kind of business terms, you know, inside basically means saving cost, outside increasing revenue, then there will be less gap between the business and IT. Web services and the ability to, you know, do this kind of publish and subscribe of uh, services that you register in a repository and you tell people where they are and how, how you might want to use them is actually a good way of going about doing IT things. So at that level, yes, it's a good thing to do, and yes, it's probably the right thing to do. Certainly the one that we would be promoting in terms of how you do this kind of stuff. Web services built upon the foundation of open standards such as SOAP, WSDL and XML provide the core functionality of the new paradigm. And it is within this new paradigm that lie the goals of interoperability, reuse and security. Interoperability has been a major impediment to previous attempts at supporting communications across organisational boundaries, as the major vendors of development tools have perhaps unwittingly locked users into proprietary standards. The web services paradigm has a clear goal to overcome such limitations. My view on the interoperability uh, for web services, whether you're consuming, say, a .NET web service or something from J2EE and so forth, Ideally, because it's ultimately all XML-based, um, it feels that technically it should be reasonably straightforward to, to interop. Um, I think there's probably going to be some practical differences um, in terms of the implementation and the priorities of, of the different vendors uh, that are providing these uh, uh, implementations. Um, but I would, I would hope that you know, going forward, a lot of these should be easily ironed out. Web services gives you the interoperability piece that perhaps in previous iterations of the architectural paradigm, where we had more portability through Java ahead of C++, but didn't really solve the interoperability piece, certainly not above the network layer, if you, if you see what I mean. So it's much more now a web services are much more a, of a convenient way of communicating at a level of abstraction, which is more meaningful. The hope of consumers and developers alike is that standards from bodies such as OASIS will deliver interoperability in a way similar to that achieved for the Internet by the Internet Engineering Task Force. The OASIS WS series of standards could prove crucial, but some, such as the developers of Tesco Direct, couldn't wait. There may also be occasions where proprietary solutions are more appropriate. I think standards are incredibly important for um, interoperability of distributed systems. If you look historically at the role that the IETF played for the adoption of internet standards, that was clearly an incredibly, incredibly important body for the, for the adoption of those uh, technologies at, at, at the high level. OASIS is certainly going to play a very, very similar role, um, albeit not as um, um, possibly as much of a sea change as the internet 
um, technologies that underpin web services, but I think the OASIS um, positioning within the, um, the environment is, is extremely important. Um, it's um, very well placed in terms of vendor support and um, it serves its purpose. We often, for example, if we're consuming or creating .NET web services, then the Microsoft platform will have uh, uh, supported SOAP in that example to, to a certain extent. Um, other uh, mechanisms such as the, the WS-related um, uh, standards for security transactions and so forth, they feel like they're still in early days. Um, so we've not explicitly used them at the moment. Um, depending on how they get developed and how uh, vendors such as Microsoft and others uh, support them. It's possible we might use them uh, later, <clears throat> but at the moment uh, uh, that area of it seems to have been uh, less widely used by us. Do we wait for standards or do we act now? I mean, uh, we basically take a, take, we've taken a decision in '99 uh, um, to roll out an application uh, even though at that time uh, all that was available was uh, a very early uh, paper by uh, Ted Patterson about uh, SOAP. There was nothing on web services. So at the end of the day, it's the business driver that, that is, is the main, main, main thing that you need to take into account. If the bank was faced with a situation where there was a, a proprietary mechanism or a, a publicly recognised standard, it would try to use the, uh, the public standard every time. That is always going to be the case, uh, the driving force behind um, a centralised or reused service, like an infrastructure service of the, of the type that I have responsibility for within the bank. There will always be a place for point-to-point -point solutions with their own service definitions or completely proprietary solutions. The standards dimension of web services extends beyond the standardisation bodies. Legislation also plays its part. Regulatory compliance has been one particular area, certainly for the bit-based industries, you know, banking, insurance, telcos, you know, those kind of industries have been forced and obliged to become much more effective in response to the compliance needs, both from a shareholder perspective, but also in terms of, you know, organisation and government at uh, the very highest levels. If you think about it, an organisation like Tesco um, can, can partner with anyone. The reason they partner with a small West London company is because of this approach, you know. We, we don't lock them in. Um, we believe in partnership and transparency with our, with our um, clients. As a result, we want them to be as open as possible. And the best way to, to be open and, uh, you know, and for you to achieve as much as possible in terms of ROI, uh, is, to, is to use standards wherever they exist uh, to make it easier to, you know, to collaborate with others.